you're listening to Fear the Nth Cast. I'm Josh. I'm Jason. Ah, that's right. (laughs) You are Jason. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, JD couldn't be here because honestly, he was just so distraught. Uh, this this uh, season premiere uh, just uh, it, it tore him down so much emotionally. Well, and he was he's already in pretty, a whirlwind of it. Yes, yes, um, he couldn't handle it. The news it, was he couldn't get out of bed. <laughs> uh, in fact, I think he called in sick for the week. Yeah, that's just basically what's going to happen. So yeah. so thanks, buddy. He he called me in and he said, Well, it's it's either me or the Brit. Oh since- <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who don't know That's the worst case scenario. That is the worst case scenario. Uh if you've never heard uh, Jason before, then you probably haven't been listening right. very closely. Shame on you. No, actually yeah. this is the first time that you and I have recorded a podcast episode together. And this and is quite momentous. Even, you didn't even get me liquored up first. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I, um, I don't know who made the bigger mistake, me sitting in this room alone with you without being liquored up. <laughs> I, I, hey, raw dog. Okay. We're just okay. going to raw dog okay. it is cool. what we're going to do. Yeah. Is that cool with you? It's fake it until cool. I make it. All right. Uh, it's really quite momentous uh, that that you're here on this occasion, this season seven premiere right. recap of The Walking Dead. We, uh, I'm not going to skirt around the issue. Uh, we called it. We we, we called it. We, oh yeah. We we've been calling it for a while. And even though, and of of course, I love being right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Even though we knew, it was still a gut punch. Well, yeah, and because you knew, you knew a theory, and maybe even a little more than that. But you still, you didn't know the play by play. Damn it! Or maybe no, 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 no. I'm not. Uh, I'm not Nostradamus right, over here right. by any stretch of the imagination. You never know. I mean, I may have gone back in time, and this is all an alternate timeline. I've created a flashpoint, uh, essentially. The, no, the only cast person who discovered time travel. No, but I mean, like the nuances of the episode and how it of progressed not, was no. just, and it not being revealed until essentially halfway in, right. Interesting choices. Um, I'm hearing some mixed reviews. I think, by and large, though, everyone's kind of glad that it's over. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of glad that it's over. And I'm curious, do you do you feel slighted somehow or cheated by the way that this episode played out? Uh, I don't know. I think a lot of people are looking at it like they had already accepted that one person would die and the fact that two have died and Daryl's missing, they feel like a lot more was taken away than they were willing to let be taken. But I don't know. I, I feel like I was telling was telling you earlier, I felt like the the cliffhanger that was the end of season six, like this was the big like reward, like we're going to spend a lot of time and we're going to make you feel unsafe at times. And, but we're going to give you an episode that tells 
more than just who died, we're going to tell a story and we're going to change the way that these characters go on interacting, go on living. Uh-huh. And so to me, it was a huge payoff. I feel, yeah, I feel rewarded for being a fan, for coming back. And Okay. So you're, you're, yeah. uh, you don't feel cheated or slighted or no. in any way. Okay. Cause there's a no, lot of, there's always going to be a lot of negativity and I've read a lot of negativity already. And I think we've addressed this on the show before where I'm really, I'm really starting to wonder. And, and this is an opportunity where you guys out there can give us feedback and let us know how you feel. Um, but I, a lot of the talking heads, a lot of the people with the armed with their magical keyboards, um, just feel like maybe it's gone a little too far. Uh, a couple things. Maybe it's too gory. They've taken things too far. Uh, they could have revealed the, maybe revealed the deaths in this season finale or at least one of them. Or they right. could have just had it where Negan shows up and then fade to black and didn't string us along. And I yeah. think a lot of people are complaining that maybe we've been strung along uh, too far uh, over the summer. And I'm, I don't feel that way. I don't feel that way at all. And it doesn't yeah. sound like you feel that way uh, either. Right. You, do well, you feel like you've been toyed with in I, any way? I don't, you know, I'm going to answer one of those at a time. So <laughs> to speak. <laughs> that was a lot. That was a yeah. lot. Did you write down? Did you, so, did you take notes? <laughs> I'm just going to go back to like some of some of the hate I've been hearing about like the gore or, mm. or the violence. And I just Where have, have to been? say, compared to what? <laughs> like, <laughs> compared to why is that worse? People getting their throats slit in a trough yeah. at Terminus? Or just a knife <laughs> that was, slowly That wasn't pushed. enough? Yeah. I mean, that's, I don't know. that's that, it. Yeah. Compared to what? Yeah, I mean, so, good point. so what? And I barely popped out of Glenn, and he has a dent in his head. Yeah. So how does that compare with reaching through a rib cage and... And grabbing somebody from the back or Daryl using a head like a bowling ball to smash other zombies. Like, it's because it's zombies and it's not these characters you fell in love with. I understand. It's because it hurts. Because you feel helpless. The zombies, it's like, yeah, we want to see it. We want to see destruction. They're dead already. Right. They're dead already. Right. But, Mm. yeah. So, I, I don't think it's too far at all. I think, compared to what? Why is that worse? Well, why do you watch the show? Right. I guess would be the question that asking. And if it's pissed you off so much, why do you continue yeah. to watch the show? At what point do you say, "Up, oh, they've done it. I'm never going to watch again." Right. Well, w- when is it ever going to be okay for someone to not even have to make that statement, just decide in this in the quietness of their own home that, well, I'm moving on to something else. But yet I feel compelled to complain to all that will listen that they've they've lost they've they've lost me as a fan. Well, because because I'm owed an apology. <laughs> yes. Someone out there. Yeah. You know, I I'm not always going to agree with their creative choices, but what I do like is that they actually make creative choices. I will say at times they really do skirt the line of using some of their choices from a marketing, uh, maybe more so from a marketing perspective. I mean, come on, stringing it across the, uh, stringing the cliffhanger across the summer and really amping up the season premiere when the numbers come out, which I haven't seen them yet. I don't think it's been 
we don't have an, that's the other thing. And not enough time has passed yet for us to yeah. really get a good handle of what the true numbers are. I'm, I'm quite certain that it's probably going to be the biggest season premiere of the walking dead for sure. Oh yeah. If not, I, I'm hesitant to say of all time for, right. for cable, but it's going to be up there. It's going to be up there, but you know what? Damn it, they're in the business of making money. Right. So And that's it. Like, <laughs> hello. So, okay, they string you along. They did their job. Yes. That's what AMC... Someone is paying them <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> to help them make money. That's right. And so that's they right. did their job. Good that's job. Right. Yeah. Um, but what I found was interesting is after... Well, on The Talking Dead, Scott, Scott Gimple directly said that... We did what we needed to do, and it's been, I think, about two years in the making. We did that because we needed to wreck Rick, but they also felt like they needed to wreck us yeah. as an audience. Yep. And as we get further into discussion, I think we can kind of – maybe that would be kind of the theme, overarching, sure. I, overarching idea of our discussion here is this idea of what would it take for us to, to get wrecked. And to take the, this place of uh, of being powerful, being in charge, and Rick being completely subjugated to the point where you actually believed that he now felt as though he was not the alpha. And I think they achieved that. Yeah. But I'm not so sure they could have achieved that if they did it any other way. Right. I mean, I'm sure they could, but I applaud them for they had a goal. They knew what they wanted to do, and I felt like they did that. Yeah. I felt like they did that, and we are sufficiently wrecked, and we believe yeah. that Rick is sufficiently wrecked. So now we've laid some good context. Sure. Let's get into some of our favorite moments of the episode. Uh, yeah. There are a lot. I just want to say it's it's essentially like the my dad can beat up your dad <laughs> debate. And then Pretty your much. dad gets his ass kicked. And then now you have to walk home with your head really low because everything you believe to be true in the past has just flipped on its head. But your dad was so arrogant to think that he... <laughs> <laughs> that that no one could kick his ass. That right, people that, that you love got killed. The top dog. Yeah, right. And that's not okay. And that's 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 some stuff to really. I think you can kind of walk away and think about. And Negan even said that I need you to think about what just happened. What could still happen? Yeah. And this episode was the beginning of the complete mind fuck. Yes. Uh, that Negan has uh, perpetrated on Rick and will continue to do so throughout this season. And it's all deliberate. And it's, could they have picked a better actor in Jeffrey Dean Morgan to play Negan? And I don't think so. I don't think so. Now, is he as over the top as he is in the comic? No, of course not. He can't be. But what a choice. What a choice. I'm pleased. I, and, yeah. and even if I was someone that said, you know what, no, you strung me along, I, I'm, I, I don't want to watch anymore, I would watch just to see him act. Sure. Because this is actually one of the better acted episodes uh, ever in, yeah. in, the, in the series. And that Andrew Lincoln has ever done. 
Yes, I really absolutely. think so. Absolutely, seeing his transformation throughout uh, the episode, uh, and, and and Maggie. Oh uh, yeah! Wow. Yeah. I mean, and we'll get to that. Oh yeah. Um. So okay, where do we want to start? Do we want to well, just uh, do we want to discuss who wh- why we think? So getting into, I guess, since the episode starts at where the teaser kind of had us. Um, with the blood splatter across Rick's face mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the dialogue with Negan, and then at the end of that being brought into the camper, you know that was what we what we had to base this episode off of. Mm-hmm. Um, did you? What did you? How long did you feel like you were gonna have to wait to see what would come of the people dying? I guess you know. Did you feel like that would get strung along? Did you expect it to happen quickly? Or was it, you know, I don't know. Uh, you know, I think I got a sense that it wouldn't be immediate. Yeah. Um, and I, I, a couple of reasons uh, for that. The, the main thing, I think, is we need to be reminded where we left off uh, at the end of season uh, six. And... I think if the complete the narrative was the breaking down of Rick more right. than anything else, right. then we got to we we have to establish uh, that his attitude, and I think that was the correct the correct choice. In basically, I, I'm uh, Abraham would have been done already, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I'm going to kill you, not right. today, not tomorrow." Well, but, actually. He he would have already killed them both. Or it would have been both. Okay, it's because whenever he walks yes, over, and he says, right. "Was the joke that bad?" Yeah, that's right. You're right. I'm sorry. Um, Vampire bat. <laughs> God, the the one liners, the attitude. Oh, Megan's so just, good. He's he's wonderful. He's dreaming. Yeah, he's no, dreaming. I, I mean, he really is. I mean, for a sadistic bastard, like psychopath. any episode could be that slow. Like, in not to say that it was that slow. A lot of shit happened, but. I would be fine with an episode of just Negan seeing his backstory and seeing, oh, which gosh, I hope yeah. we'll see. But dude, we'll talk more about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 well, I'll give you kind of a recap of right. where the origin story that's been okay. told okay. Um, and unfolding um, in the Image Plus right. monthly magazine. I think it's about five issues in. Anyway, so from from him entering into the camper, you already start to see the transition with Rick start. Yeah. And I noticed that through, okay, so Negan sitting in the front seat saying, why don't you grab that axe? Mm-hmm. You can put it through the back of my head and you can end all this. Mm-hmm. And so he goes for it. Turned his back on <laughs> Just How badass do you have disrespect. to be? <laughs> yes. How badass do you have to be to allow someone that you know is a badass? Yeah. That's the leader of this Who's group. Who's killed tons of people. And has, has balls. And you turn right. your back on right. them. That's confidence right there. Yeah. When then Rick didn't know that he had a rifle, an assault, right. an assault rifle. Um, again, proving that Rick, you can't just jump into things yeah. if you don't know what the full situa- right. situation is. A, a microcosm of the bigger issue, all within that scene. Yes. Like, this is this is why you're in this trouble. You're once again. This is what y'all do. You walked into <laughs> another corner and you're surrounded. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that was a good start it was like you know 
smaller, more concentrated version of what he had just gone through with this whole group getting trapped. And then you see a transition because there was so many times in that camper where I was like, Rick, you could, you could make a move right now. You could do this right Mm -hmm. now. But he had begun the process of being whipped into shape so much that you could see it on his face. He wasn't even willing to make a, make a move. Yeah. He was just stuck. And he knew that there was nothing he could do. He couldn't, didn't want to try to overpower him because what's the result of that? He like, he clearly didn't know how to react. Like if you weren't successful, what did that mean for right. those people? You just saw two people get yeah. killed. Yeah. If you're not, the risk is that if I'm not successful, how many more people have to die? Right. So it's too risky. And so he just lost confidence. Oh, that absolutely. Was, and why wouldn't like, he? Right. Why wouldn't right. he? You got arguably your strongest uh, in, well, one of the strongest and closest, not close necessarily, but kind of like, uh, I think Glenn and Abraham and Daryl collectively constitute what you would consider Rick's right hand right. from, 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 yeah. from a strategic standpoint, from a support standpoint, from a trust standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Abraham's a warrior. Right. And I think Negan knew that. And I think that's why he was first because he had yep. the confidence and he knew that that would make a statement to them. Took it like a champ. Oh, did he? Because he's taking out what seemingly, at least from the outside, and maybe he knew, maybe he knew a little bit about them. We don't know. But from the outside, out of all of them, just especially from Abe's attitude. Right. Outside of this leader, Rick. Yeah. Who is the strongest person in this lineup? Well, and look at him. Who's, look at him. Who's sitting up straight? Yeah. Who looks who's me in the eye? Who's looking him in the eye? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, who is not afraid of me? Yeah, and so that's why I believe he was first. Sure, uh, it just made st- sense strategically. Yeah, you know, um, but that yeah, that was a transformation of remove. I mean, he made the state. Negan understands the value of having a right hand man, right? Because if you don't. Then you gotta do, gonna a do, lot the of shit. do a lot of shit. <laughs> what is that? The uh, the 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 king uh, was it the the king takes the shit and the hand and the hand wipes wipes the wipes, ass yes. from, from the Game of Thrones. Oh, what, what is the quote? Oh, man. The king takes the shit. The the hand wipes the ass. Anyway, the hand of the king. Right. Um. So you know, taking out. Abe first made a lot of sense. Well, that was the last of his confidence he had in his group. Yeah. Yeah. So it all, and basically Negan had a plan and his plan was, I need to convert these, this group of people into working for me. Sure. How do you do that? Well, you can't be nice. You can't just go to the leader and say, hey, you really need to do, I really ain't going to need you to do this. I mean, this is, this is the, this is the wild. This is the wild right. west. Right. Um, I need to make an example. 
And just even now looking back at all the planning and preparation that went into all the, there was, these aren't just things he did ad hoc. He at least has done them enough times before to at least have some sort of plan, dragging him to the RV, taking the hatchet. I mean, putting all this stuff together, even the guy having a pen in his pocket, which, you know, that's a mark, not a pen. Right. Come on. (laughs) Him it's then, cold as a warlock's nutsack. <laughs> he had all this mapped out. Yeah. You know, he had a plan in place. Them laying, even them laying the roadblocks and, and diverting them to the place they needed to go. Oh, yeah. Uh, throughout that last episode of last season is all this big plan. And it's just, it's amazing uh, that the group just fell right into the trap. Yeah, it was just. All of it was an intimidation tactic. It was like theater. It was, oh. you know, the first roadblock is like, oh, that's well, that's a couple of guys executed, theater. and then it and it increased, and the threat increased, and the hopelessness increased, and just yeah. So as he's like breaking down Rick, he's simultaneously tearing down the group because the person that they look to and they hope for to have the answers of the way out. Like, yeah, he has nothing anymore. So, um, but yeah, I think definitely like rehearse with the way he goes about each step of it and how he talks and, you know, that shit just won't fly. Like he has all these things that he does that just feels so ruthless when he's talking about it, but make so much sense. And at times, isn't that much different than how Rick would handle things? It's really not. And so it's really not <laughs> just the simple fact that he has it rehearsed better. Like, yeah, I think that's really some of the main difference and he's a little more ruthless, but well, even at times, even then, I don't know if he is necessarily more ruthless. I, I exactly. There's a very blurry line. And so I think, I think this is one of the better season premieres if not the best season premiere of the series. I mean, what do you yeah. think? Oh, oh, I'm totally I mean, with you on yeah. that. Um, and they, they've clearly said that this is a line in the sand. There's going to be the show before Negan and the show after Negan. Yeah. And so they're really centering the series around this event of this one character, which, you know, gives you a, well, it's not just a hint. It's, it's very blatant. This, this character Negan is is a centerpiece to the story overall story that we're trying to sure. tell. It may not necessarily be his story, but he is a large uh, catalyst. Right, and I think that season seven is really going to center around Rick getting his axe back. Yeah, because okay, I really do. I really do. And what I mean by that is that that was the big thing is that he had his axe taken from him. Uh, which again, so much, so much hilarity around, <laughs> around the hatchet. Yes. Um, God, it's such great acting, but it's his axe. Everything is his. Right. Now go get my axe, taking him, right. throwing him out. He throw that son of a bitch on top, on the roof of the RV and then kicks him <sighs> out there into the zombies. Go get my axe. Yep. You know? And again, it's just one colossal, mind fuck oh yeah and it's just executed 
perfectly. Driving around, hitting zombies, brain splattering right. on the, on the windshield. Like yeah, does that remind you of someone? Yeah. You know, it's like, oh my God, this is so evil. Yes. And there's so many touches and nuances that I absolutely loved. And one of them was like, why the hell is he bothering cleaning the axe? Why is he disinfecting the axe? And that's there's a reason for that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He had it mapped out. Oh yeah. Because he knew what he was going to ask him to do. Mm-hmm. Now, whether because everyone specul- speculates that he was going to chop off Rick's hand, which I never thought it was going to be, because sure. they flat out said that that would just, from a, a budget perspective and a, a special effects perspective, it would be prohibitive. Right, so they're right. not going to do that. Um, but he so so that leads me to that was never on the table. But he knew he was going to ask him to chop off Carl's arm, right? Uh, and you wouldn't then do that and have Carl turn because you're chopping his arm off right. with a dirty axe. And so it's like, man, this dude had a plan. He has got yeah. his shit together. Um, so it's going to be fun, I think. Uh, and I think it's just getting started. I think that as difficult as it was to, to watch this episode and getting punched in the gut, um, I think what's coming up is going to be even more heart rendering because how does Rick, how do people, how, how do people look at Rick now? How are they going to look yeah. at him? How are they going to be able to look at him in the face? And I mean, he's been so, he's been emasculated in, in, in the worst pay, way possible. And they, I mean, they're all responsible for them being there. Right. Maybe even Rick, Maggie and Daryl more so right. Right. than anyone else. Uh, Rick, uh, or excuse me, Daryl specifically should feel uh, some yeah. sense of responsibility, direct responsibility for, for Glenn's Glenn. death because he got up and punched Negan, uh, which led to, to I think Glenn would have been okay uh, outside of that. Uh, but I, I think a lot of characters are going to go through a time where they're rediscovering and dealing with a lot of the pain from that episode from that situation, from that event, we're going to see, I mean, God knows what's going to happen with Maggie, her transition. Like I love that. Her first inclination was to fight. We need to go get ready to take this guy on. I'm like, did, did you not see what just happened? (laughs) Um, And everyone looked at her like, what, what are you talking about? Why crazy? (laughs) no, and, it, and I they, might, was, they might be listening still. <laughs> and I thought it was weird a little that it's like, okay, we're going to leave you the truck. Y'all can all go. And she's like, y'all just go. I'm uh, going to the, cause you got to remember they're going, they were sure, taking yeah. her to the hilltop. That's why all this went down. And she was laid up in the camper feeling pretty horrible. And, so, and I can't believe that the baby's still with us, which. Right. Mm, um, that's, that's one thing. Yeah. Do you think that baby will still be there? You know, part of me says no, and in in part of that, I wonder if that little whole that the whole picnic scenario, which what kind of weird messed up dream was that? That's <laughs> never going to happen in their lives with napkin holders and no Daryl passing a salad. <laughs> no, right? Uh, Daryl's hands would be in that salad. It did look like Sasha was uh, uh, maybe. Uh, with child as well in that dream, if you kind of look, go back and look at it, but it's interesting bit, because a pancake. If if you it, oh well, I mean, if, <laughs> if the batter's already made, might as well fry it up. Yeah. 
Um, if you really wanted to look into that scenario, like really read in, read into it, sure. Uh, Glenn is holding a boy. So mm-hmm. does that mean they're going to have a boy? Maybe right. I don't know. Right. But does the fact that the boy is sitting on Glenn's lap suggest that that the boy will? be spending time with his father more than he will spend right. spending time with his mother. I don't know if we really want to read into that, but you know, you know how this works. They do shit like that on purpose. Oh yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past them, but what I do hope is that she will take her rightful place from the graphic novels and be leading the hilltop sure. because she has shown her leadership leadership skills yeah. over these past season seasons, uh, and this should be the thing that puts her over the edge. Sure, and that's what it looked like at the end of the episode. Absolutely, was that she was absolutely she had to be the one to kind of take the reins and say, "Let's get things ready." And how pissed off is the hilltop going to be? Oh yeah, it's like well, you had one job. You guys <laughs> said you could handle this, yet here we are. We want our food back. This guy's not. Yeah. What's this going to. What, what, right. what does that mean for right. them? Right. Oh. So you run into so many different. Survi- so Jesus like, is going to be pissed. Immediately. <laughs> Jesus, don't be mad. <laughs> Immediately, Maggie is going to have to be putting out fires. She's going to have to start being. It's going to have to use those leadership diplomatic. skills. Yes. She's going to have to calm things down. Absolutely. And get the kingdom involved and say, hey. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, oh, I can't wait. Meeting Ezekiel next episode. That's going to be stuff. sweet. Um, and, you know, I don't even know how to understand or even try to speculate how Carol and Morgan fit into all right. of this. And I'm sure Morgan's going to be all mopey and I told you so Um You know, uh, maybe. I don't know. Sure. It's going to be interesting because we know eventually that Negan is captured. And we know eventually that the cell that Morgan built is going to be be for for Negan. And so for those who, for those who watch this and they go, Hey, I'm not sure I like where the series is going. I would say, hold on because really, if I had, if I had to look at, from my knowledge of reading the source material and then tell you what to expect. This is what I would say. Negan brought Rick to his lowest point, but believe it or not, he's also going to be part of Rick being at his highest point. Okay. Rick hasn't actually reached his highest point yet. And I say that I'm trying not to say that without being too spoiler because we don't know okay. how it's going to play yeah. out. Yeah, no. But it's isn't that interesting to think about the the very person that has brought you to your lowest is also going to be integral to you being at your highest. Right. And dude, and it how means does, how Morgan's going to be right. <laughs> and, we're, and we're, so we're talking we're talking seasons. Sure. This is going to take seasons. Yeah. Uh, this isn't all this this not going to get all wrapped up this season in something. No, we're talking probably two or three seasons. Yeah, which is exciting. It is exciting because you've already seen uh, Carl's attitude toward Negan, which is he's not having any of his bullshit. Sure. And clearly he's not afraid of Negan. Yeah. Um, And so I really hope they do pursue that mentorship 
He's not afraid of the hard times. He's, yeah, he no. told Rick, just yeah. do it. I've lost a friggin' eye. If it means if it means me losing an arm and the rest of the well, group stays yeah. alive, then do do it. Take my arm. And that was the other thing I really liked about the episode is that it really did show us that arc of him being still arrogant and not completely broken. And it was a progression, a slow progression. You can see Andrew Lincoln as he spiraled completely until he was completely broken. And how uh, Michonne jumped in and says, we get it. We get it. Yeah, you do. Yeah. But he doesn't. I don't like the way that he is looking at me. And And and, and you had said it earlier. What what did you say? I was saying like... Well, he already looked scared, but I didn't really see how his face could change. Mm. I'm like, well, he's already looking at you like he's scared of you. Like, you know, he has fear. And he said it perfectly. You're looking at me like I just shit in your oat, your scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but how how would you want him to look at you? Mm. And then after the scene where, you know, he's going to cut off Carl's arm and you see the way Rick looks at him after he tells him to stop and it's like, Oh, he was looking for that. It's a whole different face. It's a whole different, like need for mercy. Yeah. And a lack of vengeance in his eyes. It was completely. I'm yours. I I got nothing. And in that moment you understand. Yes. Oh, that look. Right. I get it now. Yes. And he was just almost, it was almost comical, just the heavy panting and the just completely just almost like a scared just, dog. Yeah. Him repeating the things he was saying. Yeah. Which I think is exactly the point. So, right. uh, how, how do you recover from that? I don't, I just don't even know. I just don't even yeah. know. That. So that's going to be interesting. We see in the preview that he goes back to Alexandria and he's like, hey, I'm not in charge anymore. I'm the boss no more. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh my god, this is Rick saying. We this. just how got used it, to this. Oh, how does right. that even? This does not compute. Yeah, um, especially to to the Alexandrians who have in their mind that Rick is some sort of special badass because he was, and he was. But even for I can't remember the guy's name, but at, at one point in season six, he was like, you know, Negan's. These he's crazy, but but you're something else. Like you're you are another level. And he says that to Rick, and I'm like, really? Like, have you experienced who Negan is? And and I don't think that guy did. I clearly he has not. <laughs> so he doesn't have firsthand. Rick experience. would go back and tell him now you were wrong. Kindly, I'll I'll tell you. Did you happen to see anybody take Polaroid pictures of Abe? And oh Glenn? yeah. Did you not? I guess I didn't. Oh yeah. Okay, I was gonna say because they must, they had to have, they it had was, to have because they have that wall. Like, oh I got yeah, two more for the wall. No, two more for the he, wall. He was taking them as that. as they were all kind of like sitting in the circle. <laughs> I mean, I guess if they have they a marker on them, away. yeah, they're gonna have the Polaroid, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. But it's interesting no. because would it be the old school Polaroid? But it's not. It's the new smaller ones, right? Right, right. Well, but that stuff just came out like this year. Yeah. So wait. I call bullshit little, on the timeline. Little, uh, I'm a stopwatch. It's there. not accurate. Right. Right. <laughs> the show is both too violent and incorrect <laughs> with its time. No. So 
Yeah, I I thought even even that scene was just like you kept seeing the group breaking and the fact that these people were so used to seeing that. They were so like Negan's people were so used to seeing a broken group when they leave. Oh yeah. <laughs> like this part of they the were day. just walking out like Oh, yeah. it's Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's what yeah. we do. Yeah. But it was a damn productive day. Oh, yes. Gosh. Uh, so what was I going to mention? I was going to mention something. I was going to, I was going to ask, what do you think the fate holds for Daryl? Oh, I don't think he's going to die. Okay. I think eventually he's going to escape from their, uh, uh, do you think he's going to lose any pieces? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I I think they, and maybe to, to the detriment of the show, I I think I will side with some folks that 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 is, believe that Daryl has overstayed his welcome, but I think that he is he has that untouchable status. Uh, I really do. Yeah, clearly they've made that abundantly clear. So I think he will be. I'm I'm sure his shoulder will heal just fine. Oh, I was going to mention the whole Dwight thing. Clearly, Negan has no use for Dwight. Sure. So we're going to see how that plays out. We know that we know that uh, Dwight really doesn't have much use for Negan, as they tried to escape uh, last season. That's how him and O'Daryl got mixed up to begin yeah. with, and because uh, he was all for it, he was all for let me do him, let me do him right here, right now. Yeah. No. Trying to prove himself. No, you yeah. don't get to do that. No. And basically, not to him. No, not to him. Yeah. So Negan basically uh, just uh, called him out in front of everybody, yeah. and I could see how that could grade on, grade on a man, right? Uh, so we're gonna see how that plays out. I, I'm I'm guessing that Dwight's gonna end up helping Rick and the gang at some point. Oh well, well it just it just makes too much sense, right? Um. Well, he's already been at odds before. Yeah, and, and I he's think he's going to want a safe way out. I think eventually we're going to learn exactly what happened to his face. I mean, sure. I think we know. You you ran. Yeah, you ran. It's the equivalent of cutting your toes off. Yeah, you know, so you can't run no more. So right, um, but that's how Negan rolls. Yes, no mercy. So good season premiere, good kickoff to the season. Not Dude, entirely I'm excited. I, I I'm excited for the season I, too. I came I really in am. after that episode. I was like pumped, pumped. Yeah, just feeling it. The weather here is starting to get nice. Today kind of sucked, Dick, but <laughs> this weekend was awesome. Um, uh, I think it's correct like, this time of year. I feel great. The correct terminology <laughs> is it sucked nuts. Suck nuts. <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, uh, so you got God. a little. You got a little frisky. Sure. Weather, I was I was excited. Fall weather turns a little, Man, a little frisky. Pumped. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited. I love this time of year. Love whenever the Walking Dead is back. It's, it's had its ups. It's the best month. It's had its downs, but I, I'm feeling good about this season. I am too. It's a very good start. I'm looking forward to it. I'm also looking forward to hearing from you guys. What do you have to say? What's your yeah. thoughts and concerns? Are we out of line? Are we too we too pumped up for what's going on. Are you pissed off? I want to hear from you. You can hit us up on Twitter at fear Enthcast, or you can shoot us an email fear at Enthcast.com. And, uh, 
if this is the first time you've listened to the podcast, which I'm surprised you made it this far. Bless I mean, you. <laughs> I really am. You really, you really took one for the team. You really should just go ahead and uh, subscribe so you don't miss any of the subsequent episodes. Yeah. And the easiest way to do that is just hit up nthcast.com slash fear uh, on your device of choice, and that will take you uh, right. Whatever program you listen to podcast right. on, it's going to say, would you like to subscribe? Why, yes, I would. Right. Go ahead and did that. You'll find a plethora of other shows. That's not a mistake. There are other shows. That's right. You've uh, y'all been talking about games a lot on yeah. the main feed. Yeah, uh, if I'm they sorry, would, I, if I they would to any of them, if they would ever make a good Walking Dead game, we would talk about that. But oh, would we on this part? Yeah, no. Oh, we'd have a little merger, a turd merger, if you will. <laughs> Take something Jeez. from Always Sunny. Mm. Yeah. No. So yeah, we, we talk about games and shit. You know, you know, something that hundreds of other podcasts talk about. <laughs> yes, it's completely uh not unique. Yeah, yeah. At all. Not at all. This is actually your second time recording today. Yeah. In dude, this I've room. Been on a rally. Recorded Woo. on Thursday. <laughs> recorded twice today. Yeah. Okay. So uh Sorry. <laughs> You're going to be hearing a lot of me. Well, we appreciate you guys listening and uh do you know how to do the uh, do you know how to do the outro? What the fuck do y'all say? <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. No, that's, that's not the it. outro. <laughs> hey, until next time, fight the dead. I lost it. I blanked. But fear the nth cast. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>